You're listening to the Basic to Bold podcast. I'm Jen Bjarnson. As an RTT hypnotherapist, I talk about how to be happy, how to find our purpose, and how to stop the negative voices in our head that we all struggle with. Join me as we deep dive into creating a life that you love. Hey guys, and welcome to today's podcast. I am Jen Bjarnson, your host. I wanted to talk about something that I am dealing with myself. And so um, I'm going through it right now. So I thought, why not? Why not make a podcast about it? Why not talk about it with you guys and if anybody else is going through it as well? So I think it's super easy that there's so many people on this planet who are truly just living their best life. But at the same time, I think there's people who are just being complacent and just going about their life and they're just kind of okay with mediocre. And and I'm not here to say whether or not that's good or bad, but if you're a person who wants more, who is looking for more, or you just want to not hate life. I mean, really, that's where I was at a time in my life. I truly just wanted to not hate life. And part of that for me was finding my purpose, finding my passion. And I just wanted to wake up every day feeling fulfilled, feeling like I had done something, feeling excited about something that that, like excited to wake up. And so that's what I want to talk about today is your purpose, your passion. And what do you do if you've lost it? What do you do if you can't find it and you have no idea what it is? Now, I have heard from other people who have said, you know, your purpose, your passion, like you should be excited about getting up. You woke up today and that should excite you. I'm sorry. If you're a person who fights their brain, if you're a person who struggles every day, just being excited that that may depress you even more. At least it did me. There was a good portion of the time where it depressed me because I thought, oh God, I woke up again. And that's not me anymore, but there was a time that that's who I was, that I, I, that didn't excite me. That didn't give me motivation. And I think it's in a lot of self-help talk. It's in a lot of like the self-help gurus who are like, who, who say, you know, you should be motivated because you woke up today and get after it. And you're like, that does not, that does not do it for me. It didn't do it for me. So I actually found as I was researching and just going about my life, trying to figure out what made me happy and what what interests me, I found a few things. Um, I'm a checklist person, and and I'm a person who, like, like what do I do? I need something tangible. Like, what are we going after? And so, just to say, go go find your purpose and your passion. I like. I'm like, okay, what is there a store that you pick that up at? Where do you get that from? So here's where you start, okay? So there are three reasons. If you are a full-grown adult, there are three reasons as to why you have no idea what your purpose and your passion is. And the first one is very unlikely. So if if this, this is probably not you. At the same time, it is possible, but it's unlikely. And that is that you just haven't tried enough stuff. Um, again, very unlikely if that, if you don't, know your purpose or your passion. Sometimes people 
have been raised where everybody else's needs, everybody else's wants were put before them. So they just, they've only tried stuff that wasn't really interesting to them. They've only tried stuff that was pertained to whoever came first, right? Whether it was the golden child or what your parents wanted. And so you really haven't tried things that interest you. Um, and, and again, it's unlikely if if you're a person of a certain age, because most of us have grown um, up and we are allowed to do certain things, not always, again, but that brings me to the next ones. The, these ones are a little bit more likely. So the second one is that you, as typically between the ages of 14, seven and 14 is when you find something that kind of sparks your interest, Okay. And between those, between that time, let's say you did something and it kind of sparked your interest. If you were shamed for that, like you were put down or you were made to feel embarrassed or you were made to feel guilty about that thing that you wanted or that you were interested in, that would easily squash any interest in it. So now as you go to do the thing that you're interested in, or the thing that you possibly could be interested in, now you have a guilt. Now you have an embarrassment. Now you have a negative feeling towards that. And so you won't even go toward, like you won't even move towards it. Now you'll you'll create all these different stories in your head of, um, oh, that's ridiculous. Um, who does that? Only, only losers do that. Only, uh, there's no way I can make enough money. Like you just put all of these negative connotations on whatever you're interested in because somebody else made you feel guilty. Somebody else made you feel bad. Somebody else made you feel embarrassed by it. So that brings me to the third thing. The third thing is that again, between the ages of seven and 14, you found something you were genuinely interested in um, and maybe not exactly, but just kind of in the general area. And then you were made to feel like, well, that's not possible. Like, you weren't necessarily shamed for it. You just, well, that's not possible. You know, our family, we don't go to college. Oh, other people can do that, but not you. You're not smart enough. You're not this. So again, maybe it's not that you put a story on it, but somebody else put a story on it. And then you just believed it. Oh, there's no way I can go to college. There's no way I'm smart enough to do this. There's no way I'm tall enough where like I don't have the correct physical features, whatever, like it's whatever you, whatever story you put on that or whatever story somebody else put on it, but then you believed it. So those are the three things as to why you may not have an idea of what your purpose and your passion is. And the way that you combat that number one, if that is you, the first thing that you do is you go try stuff. You just go try things. And again, one of the things I have to say is as you go try things, this is not going to just automatically be fun because if you have those beliefs, if you have like um, those negative stories surrounding, surrounding it, you're going to have to work through those. You're going to have to work through embarrassment. You're going to have to work through shame. You're going to have to work through guilt. You're going to have to work through the fact that your needs matter and that your needs come before everybody else's. Like, this is not something, if if you struggle with any one of those three things that I mentioned, you're not just gonna jump in, find a hobby, find your purpose, find your passion, thing that something that just lights you on fire every morning, and you are just gonna run with it. That's very unlikely. 
Very unlikely. You are going to find a lot of pushback. You're going to find a lot of triggers. You're going to find a lot of things where I can't, I, that's not possible. And it's your job. The whole goal is to find those things and remove them. Whether you remove them with hypnotherapy, which is what I like, which is what I like to do. Um, energy healing, again, another one I prefer. Meditation, breath work, journaling. I don't, I don't care how you do it, but you're probably most likely going to have to work through those things. And that is something that is going to be not fun. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be very honest with you. It's not fun. It's not entertaining. This is not like, yay, I'm gonna find triggers. It can be extremely difficult. It really can. But it's also extremely rewarding because as soon as you start to find just a little flicker of like what sets your heart on fire, what interests you, that's when it becomes fun. Now you may have kind of just this little tiny bit where you're kind of interested in something and now you have something to explore. Now you have something to investigate, which is the fun part. That is the fun part to finding your purpose and your passion is is trying all these different things and figuring it out. So with that being said, one of the things that is really important to keep in mind, and that is that when you're doing this, when you're getting, trying to figure these things out, I, again, you're going to be triggered, but the thing that's really fun is to start noticing what it is that interests you. And here is a couple of different things that as you're going through stuff to finding your purpose and your passion, one of the things that will start to help you is the six needs. And I learned this from Tony Robbins, but honestly, I've heard this so many places. So you could really like, I could give so many people a shout out, um, but that's who I heard it from. So the, the six needs are variety, consistency, love and connection, growth, significance, and contribution. Okay. So I'm going to only focus on four of them, mainly because this is what goes with purpose and passion the most. Can't be the other two, but it can be the other two, but this is what goes through it the most. So variety and consistency, love and connection, and significance. Those four things, if you're trying to find your purpose and your passion, when you find a little twinge of something that's somewhat interesting to you, one of the things that is very beneficial is the fact that it's it's interesting to you because it's going to give you one of those needs. So as an example, I get a lot of significant, or I get, a, this is my purpose and my passion. Like I love talking about mindset. I love talking about the stories that, the stories that we tell ourselves, I love it. And one of the things that it does is it gives me significant, it makes me feel important. It makes me feel like I'm helping somebody out there. It makes me feel like somebody out there somewhere in the web universe could hear what I have to say and it could help them because I needed that at a time. There was a time when I was really struggling and there wasn't a whole lot of people talking about this. And so that is something that out there in the world, someone could hear something I say and it could help them. And so it gives me a lot of, makes me feel a level of significance and what I'm doing is important. And it, it genuinely, <laughs> it brings, it brings excitement to me. It brings me happiness. 
So with that, it did not start with this. Okay. That level of significance, when I was between the ages of seven and 14, one of the things I noticed is, um, I would want to be, when I was like thinking about what I wanted to be, when I grow up, it was like a lawyer or it was like a therapist, or it was like, a some type of like speaker, which is kind of, kind of what I do at the same time, this didn't really exist. This was not really a thing. There were not really influencers or motivational speakers. Um, and if they were, they were very, very few. It was more like that. So it, it really didn't exist. And so because of that, it was really hard to put that to words, right? But in my seven-year-old brain, in my eight-year-old brain, I could think of somebody who was respected, somebody who people listened to, which was a lawyer or a business person because they had that level of authority and pe- and they helped people. So as a child, that's kind of what sparked my interest was like somebody who had authority, somebody who people listened to, somebody, somebody that helped other people. And I put it to the best words that I could. Now, as I started gaining and looking into what I was passionate about, what my purpose was, I started recognizing that the things when I was young, the things that I was in, that I was interested in, it gave me a lot of significance. And so then as I started looking into it, I just started finding things. Okay. How can I get, what am I interested in and how can I gain significance from it? Now I know this is my specific story. I, I recognize that, but if you can put that to you, if you can start looking at the things, whether it's variety, consistency, love and connection, or significance, Everybody has different things. Everybody's interested in different stuff. I have a good friend who she is driven by love and connection. And so all of the things that she does, all of the things her job is driven by love and connection. It's not that there's a right way or there's a wrong way. It's when you figure out what it is that drives you, that can help guide you to what your purpose and your passion is. Rather than just like going off and I'm going to try bowling and I'm going to try fishing and I'm going to try hypnotherapy and I'm going to try being a yoga instructor. And like, if you can kind of figure out what it is that you're needing, it really helps narrow it down to what your purpose and passion is and what it is that's going to just absolutely, absolutely set you on fire as you wake up. And, and it's, there's no right way and there's no wrong way. But those are the basic things that you have to work through. Number one, work through those triggers, work through those things that are definitely going to come up because we all have them. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you've lived on this earth or how little you've lived on this earth. Everybody is working through the stories that we that we think in our head. Somebody somewhere probably shamed you or made you feel guilty or made you feel like your needs weren't important. And so we hide ourselves and we don't be our authentic selves and we don't take care of ourselves. That's the first step. You got to work through that part. And again, if you want to work through it through meditation, if you use hypnotherapy, I love hypnotherapy. I love energy work. That's what made, that's what got through me the fastest. That's just my prerogative. Work through those. And then as you're working through those and you're kind of figuring things out and you're kind of getting things um, as you're trying different stuff, look at what it is that is the most important to you. Is it variety? 
Is it consistency? Is it love and connection? Is it significance? And and just for clarity, variety. That's like typically trying different things. I have another really good friend who she gets really good at an occupation and she gets bored with it. And then she jumps and she's like, I'm kind of done with that. First, she started in like waitressing and she was an amazing, way amazing. Like people just told her how amazing she was. Then she jumped to like, um, she was in the foster care system and now she's kind of getting bored with that. And she's going to go jump into real estate. Another good friend that I, that, um, I met a while ago, she is, uh, she was in construction and then she jumped to like real estate and then she jumped to like all of these crazy things that, that none of them lined up. It's not like she stayed in the wellness center where she was like a nurse and then she became a nurse practitioner. No, she jumped from like the most random things. And here's the thing. If you're that type of person, you probably hear it a lot. Like, oh, stick with one thing. That's too much. You should just stick with one thing. Like you get shamed because you're a jumper or you move around or you get bored easily. And the only people who are going to shame you for that are the people who that would be uncomfortable with. You have, it's so easy. It's so easy to listen to other people's opinions, but, but hear, hear me out in this like thought process. The only reason that people are giving you their opinion is because it's uncomfortable to them. Because what you're doing is something that they don't like. But the reality is you are not responsible for that person. If you want to go and do 15 different jobs because that's interesting to you, then the person giving their opinion because it's uncomfortable to them, it doesn't matter. Their opinion doesn't matter because If you're too much, you're too much for them. But the reality is their opinion doesn't matter. Who are they? Who who put them in charge of the fact that what you do? They do weird things. Why don't you get to do weird things? Go, if you were to think of that person. Okay, so we all have people in our lives who think their opinion matters. We all have people in our lives who can say whatever they want, but yet like we're supposed, we're supposed to be nice. We're supposed to be a certain way, but they can kind of be whatever they want, right? Like, I don't know, raise your hand or like say hi. If you have that type of person in your life where they get to behave any way they want, but you have to behave a certain way. And here's the thing that's interesting. Who dictated Who gave them this special authority? Who bestowed upon them that they get to act any way they want to act? And who bestowed upon you that you have to act a certain way? Or who bestowed upon them that their opinion matters in your existence? It's not a thing. The only person that can tell you what you're doing right or wrong is you. That's it. I don't care if you're a spiritual person, those people who in your religion, they're spiritual leaders. If you've had a conversation with God, kind of turning this in kind of religious, because I think this one's important. If you've had 
a conversation with God and you feel like God is calling you to do something, who is anybody to tell you that's not the truth? If you feel like you're doing something right for you, who is ever right in telling you that you can't do it? But we go through life mainly because we've had crap happen in our childhood. We've had things being told to us. And when we were little, these were people of authority and people that we wanted love from, or we wanted significance from, or they, they, we relied on them for some type of existence. But the reality is now that you're an adult, they, they will always be your parents. No, let me rephrase that. They will always be your mother. They will always be your father. They will always be your family. But the reality is they're done being your parent. They're done with your opinion, with their opinions matter or, or it mattering. So I really hope that you can take those little nuggets and you can go find your purpose and your passion. And I know that this is just a very quick, a very simple thing. Like what I'm saying, it's, it's very simple, but it's not easy because it's going to bring up a lot of triggers. It's going to bring up a lot of things that, that are stressing you out and that are, that you're, you didn't even know was an issue. All right. I trust this, this was helpful. And if you guys want to follow me, I am basic to bold on literally every social media. Um, you can listen to this on Spotify, all, all the places she listen to a podcast. Um, you can also watch it on YouTube and I am truly thankful for all of you guys, um, who listen to my podcast and who, um, I pray that this truly has helped somebody. So until next time, we will see you guys next week.